welcome back to this episode of. I was gonna. I thought of a funny intro while I was in the restroom earlier, so I'm gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> welcome back, you nerd alerts. <laughs> Stop. I'm just kidding. We love y'all. Anyways, welcome back to what the fuck is this podcast? This week we are starting on season two of a secret life out of an American teenager. I wonder what's going to happen. After season two, I don't remember shit. Nope. So I'm trying to figure out. There's parts of season two that I'm like, this is news to me. Oh, 100%. News to me. I'm one of your hosts, Monica. And I'm Miranda. And this week, Miranda's going to tell us her juicy book tea. Not me hyping it up the last two weeks, ladies and germs. Um, but yeah, the dog might be in this. Willow made a surprise appearance last week. Yeah. So. This is true. Oh, he got his cube. You can sit with her. Come on. You I'm guys. a big boy. <laughs> so this book came from Book Talk. Mm-hmm. Those cute little, um, like edits. You know, like that cuts a scene together. Okay, I love those, but I don't like the picture reels on fucking TikTok. <laughs> they bother the shit out of they me. They go so fast. And then you try to look at the comments. I gotta click back. I can't just swipe back. No, because literally. Literally. Uh, okay, sorry. No, okay. you're okay. fine. I'm on this team. <laughs> but when I, <laughs> when I found the scene... That I saw on Book Talk, I was like 20, 30% <laughs> into the book, and I'm screaming. I was like, You're lying. It's here. It's hot. <laughs> and then the second one that I saw about the book, which is when I was like, I need to read this now, um, I was like, Oh, now I'm 45% in or whatever. I'm like, It's so hot. Because, okay, I'll <laughs> tell you guys why. But, so I am. I'm going to talk about The Wrong Bride by Catherine Mira, Mura, M-A-U-R-A, Mira, Mira, I don't know. I don't know. It is on Kindle Unlimited. It is Kindle Unlimited. Most of the books we read, when oh. we have our Kindle out, it's Kindle As, Oh, a thousand fucking percent, because right now, because like y'all know, I got one for Christmas. My, it's so worth it. My husband's amazing. Exactly. So I'm on my three months free also, the amount of Kindle Unlimited books that was stacking up from my book talk, I'm here. I'm going to catch up. And then you up. click on it. Mark is reading on Goodreads. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought Goodreads <laughs> was handy when they had the little barcode scanner. Nothing is more handy nope. than Mark is reading. Oh, okay. So, this book, I'm fucking obsessed. So, basically... The main characters are Hannah and Raven and their sisters, and their last name is DuPont, and they're the media people, like, they or not media, no, 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 they're the ones that have, like, a studio, basically, that films, I think. They have something related to the entertainment industry. And then Ari's Windsor, which is fucking hilarious with all the drama going around right now with Harry and Meghan's... Like documentary. Oh, I cannot with what you oh. were doing. The one you showed me. <laughs> okay, keep I going. finally got the context on that. His penis was frostbitten. That's what he was talking about. Okay, but that does, still doesn't explain why he's thinking about his mom while he's touching his dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, keep going, keep going. Sorry. It's going to be long book tea. So, he's a Windsor, Windsor, and they have the big capital... It, um, like them, they own a majority of all the media people, like uh, people who write the gossip columns, like and newspapers. Feather. Yeah, exactly. But they're the Windsors. Get it right. No, I'm kidding. So basically, the Windsors. There's six kids. Oh, before I get into it, the way I would recommend the fuck out of this book. I will get to a spoiler alert, and I will tell you when I'm about to spoil it. But the Windsors have six kids. All six kids have different industries, like the younger sister, Sierra, that Raven's his best friend with. She's in the real estate biz. 
And then there's a bunch of brothers. They all have different things. Mm -hmm. But I think Ari's is the oldest or one of the oldest. And he has the biggest piece, which is the media. Mm -hmm. And basically, Grandma Windsor wants a merger between the DuPonts and their, like, entertainment and the media. So she goes to the DuPonts and is like, I would like Ari's to marry your daughter, Raven. Mm-hmm. And then at Sierra's 21st birthday, Hannah decides she loves Ari's. So if there's going to be a marriage anyways, she wants to marry Ari's because she's in love with him. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Raven secretly loves Ari's. Okay. And at Sierra's 21st birthday... They talk about the fact that they're they're basically betrothed to each other. Hey. And get your pacifier. They were gonna let them like go on dates and stuff and figure out if they were like compatible, compatible, or if they were just gonna be like a marriage of convenience, right? Uh-huh. But, okay, but then Hannah falls in love and like calls dibs and Wait, which one's the older one? Hannah. Okay. Which Raven is like, okay, that's fine, whatever, like I'm not gonna fight you over this. Just the same as like she was like, I'm going to be the actor. You go be something else. And now Raven's a model simply because Hannah wanted to be the actor and she didn't want competition. Whatever. Hannah's a piece of work. But just wait. So that's the whole point. But here's where the tea comes in. The first 10-15% is Hannah talking about how she's called, or she's postponed the wedding like three times before. She's not ready to give up her career. Because when you marry a Windsor, you're supposed to spend the first three years like trying to be a genuine couple and then after the three years you can discuss you know other options and all that because a lot of the marriages are kind of like pre-arranged in a way whatever so but they want to make sure before the three years is up what kind of prenup they're going to need like to merge these businesses you know what if there is a divorce (laughs) whatever you're having such a nice day (laughs) i'm just always looking over there i know you're just having a wonderful day. So, that's basically the rundown on the Windsor and the marriages, right? Okay. So, she doesn't want to give up her career, so she keeps postponing it. And then, so we're learning from Raven's point of view that she's actually in love with Ari's. And oh. she has been, okay? Oh. Sign her up for Mr. Windsor. And, but they've always just been friends. At least that's how he's treated her, as uh-huh. just as a friend. She's like, I didn't want to ever lose that. I didn't want to jeopardize it. So I kept my mouth shut and I let Hannah have him. Well, Hannah's postponing it. And Grandma, she's fed the fuck up. She didn't like Hannah much anyways because she's... His she, grandma. Yeah. Okay. Um, the one that arranges all the marriages and said, you'll marry Raven. Um, she didn't really care for Hannah in the first place because Hannah is so selfish. And Grandma couldn't see that without barely even interacting with Hannah. And long story short... Hannah walks in one day and says, I'm not getting married to you. Puts the ring down. And she doesn't say she's postponing. She says, I'm not going to marry you. Oh. Right? Right? You did this for what? So, Aries goes to Grandma and says, what am I supposed to do? And she said, I never should have let Hannah dictate anything. I knew you needed to be with Raven. Get Raven in here. You two are getting married at your wedding that was supposed to be with Hannah in a week. Right? So, guess what? Raven walks down that fucking aisle. She sees her opportunity. She's going to take it. Oh, fuck yeah. Because she's like, worst case scenario, I'm going to get everything I've wanted. I'm not going to get cut off because everyone's threatening to cut her off. Because obviously mom and dad are like, we're going to cut you off. Yeah. If you don't do this, we're going to go broke without this merger. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. So, she's like, fuck it. At least I'll be in a marriage with my best friend. Like, at the end of the day. It's not going to be as bad because you already know this person. You're already friends. They already get along, right? Yeah, and it's going to be very easy to make it seem. Right. She's like, but I can feel out. Maybe he does. Maybe he is into me. We've never been able Mm -hmm. to explore it. He's into my sister, right? So she walks down that aisle. And she gets her ass married. And guess what? They have the hottest fucking kiss, well, that you could have (laughs) with your best friend. You know, like, they're like. Um, cause like they start start casual and then he deepens it and they're basically making out in front of all their families at their wedding and someone snaps a picture of this, which is going to be important. I mean, obviously like there's a photographer, but that's going to be important. Okay. So the first month grandma's like, go figure your shit out. Go figure out what kind of couple you're going to be because we did kind of throw you into this. Like you haven't had any time to talk about it. Here's the rules and expectations for the next three years. 
Like, they can't spend more than three consecutive nights away from each other. Even if it's, like, a work business trip, like, you better figure that shit out. Like, a couple other things. And then, anyway, no cheating. If you want to get divorced, we don't really condone divorce. But if you want to get divorced, get divorced. Because it'd be worse than a Windsor cheats, you know? Like, okay. Okay, honestly, though, yeah. 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 (laughs) So, we get the rules from Grandma. Now, I'm basically going to start, spoiler alert, like I said, go read this fucking book, okay? Oh, when you were telling me it, I was like, I kind of want to read it, but hearing it is fine. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Exactly. So, this month goes by. In the course of this month, she, you know, she wears a little nice lacy nightgown to bed. She does this, does that. He's trying to feel her out, you know, where is she? She liked the kiss, all that stuff, you know, like she was into it on the wedding day. And I don't remember if they do anything in the first month. I think, oh, she's really sore from her modeling thing once. She's giving her a massage, ends up fingering her. Yeah, yeah. So now, now he literally says, he literally says, Something, I can't remember exactly, I shouldn't say he literally says, but it's along the lines of like, if she came on my fingers, she can't hate me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the way I was eating this book up, bro. Like, yes, like go after each other. Okay, anyways. So, but I love that. Okay, that trope I'm here for. But yes, I don't really want to say I'm feeling because I don't know if that other person feels the same. Yes, like, and but your best friends like you don't want to ruin what's there. You know things like that. Okay, so <laughs> what is she doing back there? <laughs> she's she's checking in on the vacuum. Okay, okay. So then at the end of the one month, they announce their engagement or their marriage, mm-hmm. which is when that picture comes in. She is like, no, I'm excited to announce our engagement. Let's tell everyone I have the cutest picture from our wedding data post. It's a picture of him kissing her with all the passion, right? She mm-hmm. posts it with whatever they're supposed to say. Immediately, Hannah's calling her or him. Why the fuck did you kiss her? Like you were just supposed to, you weren't even supposed to marry her. If she didn't, wouldn't have walked down the aisle, grandma wouldn't have done what she threatened to do. X, Y, Z, you guys have let me do this in the past. So basically, this bitch wants her cake and and to eat it too. Like, no. Okay? And so, (laughs) she's pissed. And then, right after they announce it, Raven's back at work. She has her own clothing line on top of being a model. So that day, she's in her office to work on clothing line stuff. Mm -hmm. And Ari stops by to surprise her. And she walks in. And this is the first little TikTok I saw. She's fixing this guy's tie, and he comes in, and he's like, what's going on in here? And then she's all over him. Like, she's excited to see him. She's kissing him and stuff, making it clear to the other guy, like, yeah, no, this is, like, real. I'm with this guy, right? And so he leaves, and she's, he's like, why the fuck were you standing so close? He's like, oh, she's like, I was fixing his tie. And he's like, says something about fucking her on the desk to prove, like, there's no way she's not, you know, there's no point that she's never not with him, is basically the, the whole point. He's gonna fuck her on the desk, right? I'll... Oh, the first TikTok. It was hitting hard, okay? So, we go through that for a while. Just kind of like the hot back and forth. They finally have sex. Like, different things. Whatever. And then, but Hannah keeps coming in to wreck their world, okay? Fucking sisters. This bitch. Yeah. This bitch. Well, not not fucking sisters. (laughs) Fuck this sister. This sister specifically. This sister. Because every time she comes back... She wants to know why Raven did this, why Ari's did this, blah, blah, blah. But then every time she comes back, you know, Ari's kind of gives into her in a way that makes Raven uncomfortable. Because it's like, why are you still giving into her? Like, you're never going to be with her and stuff. Like, basically, Hannah thinks in three years they're going to get divorced. She gets three years to continue being an actress and then they're going to get divorced so that they can be together. Like, again, she wants to have the cake and eat it, too. Like, and he's like, no, you, and she, he, he, she's trying to say like, just come have sex with me. And he's like, no, I'm a Windsor. I don't cheat. Like I wasn't raised yeah. that way. Marriage is marriage. Marriage is sacred. I'm giving this a real shot with your sister. Like you should have walked down the aisle, you know, all this stuff. You had the choice. Ex- you chose not You chose it. this. Exactly. No one made you choose this. You chose this, right? Okay. So every time that comes, then we have to reassure Raven, which again, making the book so fucking hot because 
he's 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 obsessed with her, but he can't say it yet. Mm-hmm. He's trying to show her, but then she's like, well, maybe he does just want me for sex until Hannah comes back. Like the way she kept going back and forth, he keeps trying to find different ways to reassure her. And then one night, one night, he's like, hey, why aren't you wearing your red- wedding ring? And she's like, oh, you finally noticed. Like, trying to be all sassy and stuff. He's like, what's going on? And she's like, that's her ring. You gave me her ring. I'm not wearing her ring. And he's like, fine. Tomorrow we're going to the most exclusive jeweler in town. Oh, to be rich. Gets her a fucking custom ring that you could see across the room. That was his whole thing. He said, how many carrots should we go? 15, 20? I want everyone to see it in the room with her. Oh, you're like, I'll take three. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, uh, is two is if it's bigger than two, can I like not not wear it while I'm doing like regular work? You know, <laughs> like freaked out. No, fifteen. And then she's like, fine. While we're here, can I get you a new ring because you picked that out with her? And he literally you know, drops it on the counter and he's like, what do you want for me? And so he had like something. Oh, like, that is so cute though. Oh, uh, exactly right. He had something silver. She picks gold, like regular yellow gold. With, um, she engraves a raven feather on it, like, from the bird. And she's, like, staking my territory, you know? Okay. So, basically, all that goes on. We're, we're doing whatever with the sister. And then, the sister comes home one day. Well, to their home. She refuses to not be let in the gate, okay? She's here to tell big news. She's pregnant. Ah! Immediately, I'm like, this bitch is lying. Guess what? So is Ari's. Ari says, get me my personal doctor. He confirms she's pregnant. I'm like, nah, something fishy's going on. Grandma, fucking grandma says, you got to move her in. She has to live in the guest bedroom. Now Raven's extremely uncomfortable. Grandma says, if you want an out, take it now. Like, I understand if you don't want to be around, but that's his baby. That's a Windsor, blah, blah, blah. Right? Right? I'm sorry, but then that doesn't really align. Because, like, the grandma's like, that. we don't do cheating. And you just prove that he either cheated on the sister with the other sister, or he cheated on the other sister with the other sister. Right, because it's five months, which is exactly when yes. their wedding is. But here's the thing. Ari's, Ari said one thing at like 60% when we found out, and I knew at some point we're going to find out this baby isn't real, or isn't his. Uh-huh. Because he said... We were fighting all the time. She's five months pregnant. That's right before the wedding. I don't know when we had, the last time we had sex was. I'm like, nah, this bitch is lying. This bitch is playing games, yeah. right? Okay. She's harassing the sister saying like, you're never going to get rid of me now. And he only wants one baby and I'm his mom. Like I'm the mom of the baby and he only wants one baby because he didn't like his sibling, blah, 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 whatever. She's playing fucking mind games with the sister. The sister runs off to Alana and Silas's, which... That's the book I just finished. Ugh. I'll have to talk about that some point, maybe, if I remember. So, long story short, Raven goes away for a whole week. Ari says, in a week, I'm coming to get you. You're coming home, and we're going to figure out what we're doing, right? She has a whole week. While he's away, or she's away, at Al- Alana and Silas's, we get basically no story perspective from Ari's, Right? So, like, something's going on. What was going on is he was getting all this testing done because Hannah kept pissing out. Because Raven would stress her out and blah, blah, blah. So, he got his doctor to come back and said, do all this blood work. Something's wrong with her if she can't stop passing out. In that blood work, Ari's got a paternity test. And when he went to pick her up at exactly one week, not a second later, he got to tell her, it's not my baby. You are not the father. The whole fucking time, Hannah was cheating on Ari's. She would have sex with her co-stars, with the crew, with who fucking ever. She was cheating on the fucking Windsor that she stole from her sister because she had to be perfect. And he wasn't obsessed with her, so he never wanted to do it. And now he's having ha- fucking sex with this, his, with Raven all the fucking time because he's actually into her and they have a good like they're actually friends they actually want to be together they're not having a baby so then guess what hannah gets booted the fuck out oh meanwhile hannah released a story about how raven tore them apart for money and blah 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 and then ari's buys all the papers ever puts a little video out on there the day he comes to get her she's watching the video where he says like yeah to scare you (laughs) Yeah, that relationship was real with Hannah, but I was always meant to be with Raven. 
There was no overlap. Hannah's like lying. Here's proof that she was a cheater. So then when he when she picks him up, she just watches the video. Now he's here to get her. So she goes to talk to him because she realized she's like, I just can't be without him. Even if it is his, his baby, I can't be without him. And I'm always going to make this work because of how much I love Ari's. And then she walks down there and she's going to tell him. And he goes, first, I have to say something. I'm not the dad. Boom. Magical. Amazing. The book ends with him proposing with a huge diamond ring. So now she has like a wedding band that's full of diamonds, 15, 20 carats. She has a diamond engagement ring that's 15, 20 carats. It's fucking immaculate. He says, we're going to give you the wedding you always deserved. Not your sister's wedding. Mm. Read the book. Fuck that sister. Read the book. Fuck Hannah. Ari's, you deserve the world, King. Oh, that's okay. all I need. That's all I need. A man like that. Yeah. Just be obsessed with your girl. Yeah. If you're not, you're not with the right person. Exactly. Literally. It's the bare minimum. Literally. Be obsessed with me and that's all I need. That's all I fucking need. You to know. <laughs> what did you find? To <laughs> know you're obsessed with me. I'm going to give you the entire world. I'm going to oh, give you everything I can give you. Yes. Because Ugh. it's like, I don't know what it is, Ugh. but just be obsessed. And, and, and ladies, be everything, obsessed with him, of course. Yes. Everything but, you do, Ugh. you should consider your partner. Yes. If you don't, you're not with the right person. Nope. Love it. Anyways, I'm so sorry that was so long. But the way... It was good. The way I was eating that book up, guys. Everything about it. From from the beginning where it was just like hot spiciness to to the end where he's like, I have to prove to her that she's my everything. I think if that got me into a movie, I would watch it. Oh, bruh. My new obsession. But I, the only thing that I would be worried about is if they would make it like Fifty Shades of Grayish. You know? It wasn't written like that, so I hope not. You know? But they might but take like that a, liberty. Okay, wait. To talk about movies really quick. I'm a thousand percent the person, like, I have a favorite movie, but you can't just ask me outright, like, what's your favorite movie? Like, I need a genre. I have a favorite, like, movie. Like, right now, my action movie, go-to Top Gun Maverick. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that doesn't make Top Gun Maverick my favorite movie. No. And, like, my my favorite romance right now, or, like, chick flick, I suppose, I, not right now, the last, like, eight years of my life. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh. If I'm sad, if I'm whatever, I turn on How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I'm Mine's, fucking happy. That's <laughs> funny. What is that? Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm running in the olives. <laughs> oh. And then, oh my God, the one, the childhood one for me, Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, or like my, not like childhood childhood, but like teens. Freaky Friday with Lindsay Ooh, Lohan. You yeah. know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need some sort of parameters. Because yeah. I don't have an all-time favorite movie. If I'm, no. like, if I want an action It depends what right I'm now, in the mood. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, exactly, like for, that's exactly what I was like, saying. I guess it's action, not really action. But people hate this movie so much. But I don't fucking know how because I'm in love with it. And I can watch it any hour of any day. So maybe it is my favorite movie. But, like, for this genre, mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. Okay, fair. I love that movie. Fair. But that's why I don't I don't know if it's like but action. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to watch someone fall in love, you're not going to go for that. No, you know I'm going I mean? for like The Notebook. Yeah. Like Forbidden Love. Yeah. Like, you know my sister just watched that for the first time? She'd never seen it? Never old. No, I would not. I would not feel old. That's not my sister. My sister for the longest time. Actually, I, I can't say. Right now, I don't know for sure. She, like, didn't want to listen to slow songs for a really long time. Oh. You know, like, that's just not her taste. Yeah. So, no, I get that. So, I think, I, I feel like, like, it I is, but it isn't. I romance think that was movies, the first romance movie I watched. Right? Thank and then you. it was, um. But I feel like romance movies are, like, slow songs. Yes. So, yes. okay, sorry. I'm trying to think of another romance movie that I'm, like, the, one of the first couple ones that I've watched. I can't. I mean, Greece. Yeah. Ow, ow. <laughs> There's more to Greece than just. 
Okay, anyways. Hopefully I didn't mess up my episode numberings. Oh, on my book note, or book teeth out real quick. That's a book. I'm not a reread book person. I'm not. I can't really reread them. Oh, I them. can't either. But if I wanted to, like, on a road trip or something, I would reread the oh, shit out of that yeah. fucking book. That's how good it was. Okay. And then I feel like it'd be even more exciting because then you, like, for books you really like like that, mm-hmm. it's, like, really exciting to be like, oh, I and forgot the way, this like, part. Like, at the end, I was, like, clicking through reading so fast because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, Hannah, Hannah, you can't fuck them up. They're meant to be. They're meant to be. Ari's, you can't let her walk away. You know, like, yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Like, <laughs> oh, I couldn't read fast enough. So now, like, to have the peace of mind knowing that Hannah doesn't fuck it up and he gets his revenge, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm just reading. Ugh. Okay, anyways. But even then, you'd st- I feel like you'd still be rushing to be like, let me get the good parts. <laughs> let me, let me have him confess the in the helicopter. Thing, the one thing I don't understand is people that freely annotate their books. No. Could not be me. <laughs> Like, that's just too much work. Like, even with my Kindle, when I'm like, oh, I want to highlight this. <laughs> if I mess up once, I'm done. <laughs> I give up. It's like half-highlighted sentence. <laughs> I'll still get it. Uh, okay. okay, so season two, episode uno. The big one. He booped me Aww. on the nose with his nose. Aww. The big okay. one. Struggling to deal with motherhood, Amy suspects that Anne could be pregnant. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. <laughs> pause right there. The way they talked about her being fat when she wasn't even fat, I could not. No. Okay, keep going. I just wanted to bring that up before. Literally. Meanwhile, Ben decides he does not like Betty, with whom his father is seemingly in love, ex- and expresses to Amy that he wants to have sex. While visiting John, Ricky finds out about Anne's pregnancy. That's it. Elsewhere, Grace tells Adrian that she is going to have sex with Jack, but Adrian objects because she believes Grace isn't physically, mentally, or spiritually ready. Going against both her father and Adrian's wishes, Grace has sex with Jack and later learns that her father died in a plane crash. <laughs> I want to talk about that a lot. Yeah, me too. Amy, no. why did you call your out, your mom out like that for being pregnant? Dude, and the way she's saying, maybe that's why you should have. You've been getting a lot of weight. Girl! That was disgusting. That was fucking disgusting. She's like, oh, I've read that women your age, they lose their metabolism. The way that's like, you know, daughters nowadays talk about the way their mom projected. Like, like uh, Jeanette mm-hmm. McCurdy mm-hmm. is a great example mom's projecting eating disorders onto their daughters she's trying to project one onto her own fucking mother what's wrong with you no um the mom comes back home with the i can't really say the mom comes home and and amy sees the brown paper bag mother what's wrong with you and she says i can't really say (laughs) um but she's like what did she say what's in the brown paper bag is that an early pregnancy test and she said well, they don't make late pregnancy tests. Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh. Uh, I'm obsessed. Well, like we said, ben and, Ben's dad and Betty are together. Whatever. Crazy. But whatever. She's telling him he, that she's a court reporter. But also, season two, episode one, Grace is ready to have sex. Ooh. They really said, new season, new Grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I want to, hold on. I want to talk about... Amy's mom being pregnant? Yes. Because we find out she's 57 and she still wanted to have another kid. Yeah. Ma'am. That is not believable to me because if Amy's 15 and she's supposed to be 57, that means that they were 42. 42! No. That doesn't make any sense. No. I mean, it would make sense if they were in their late 30s because... George had already been married once. Yes. I would say if she was like 30... 32, max. Yeah, 32. Exactly. He made a dumb mistake and married this lady in his 20s. Yeah. In his 30s, he gets with... Yeah. The person he actually wants to be with, but then he ends up not wanting to be with her anyways. Anyways. We love a Jennifer Coolidge. This is just so random to me. This was like, we need drama. But I love her. No, I love Jennifer Coolidge. But it doesn't make any sense. No. How did he? How did they meet? 
I don't know. Why is she telling everyone she's a court reporter? And then they want to look for the dog, but it's not a dog. (laughs) I'm getting married as soon as he finds my dog. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. (laughs) I don't know how she does it. Uh, Okay. Um, Adrian, Adrian's parents, by Adrian's parents are talking, and he's like, I really like that blouse. And she goes, breast. <laughs> when I tell you, I'm sorry if I hit you. When I tell you, I was cracking up. Honestly. Like, in what world? Honestly. In what world? Uh, uh, speaking of Adrian, though. I don't feel that Adrian knows enough about Grace to tell her if she's ready to have sex or not. I because don't either. I feel like, like we said two episodes ago now, the theme being, you know, you just need to be ready to have for the consequences that come with having yeah. sex. We find out she's been on the pill for a whole month already. Mm-hmm. Great. Perfect. Like, you're in the more effective window now. Like, you can't just get on the pill this day and have sex the next day. It doesn't work like that. Like, it's Jack. They broke up over this already. Now they're back together. Jack knows what he wants. Grace knows what he wants. And Jack is not pushing it at all. No, not like he was the first time. And to have to sit there and say, you're not ready, da-da-da-da-da. You're not ready because you didn't lock the front door. Oh, my God. They're right next to it. They didn't need to. They're not upstairs. You don't know Grace. You're not in Grace's head. Nope. No one is sitting there telling every someone every thought they've ever had. No. The way I was getting so irritated with her, I was like, leave her the fuck alone. Okay. Yes, I agree with you 100%. But then I do agree with her that she wasn't ready, but I don't believe it was her place to say that. Yeah. Because yeah. from what we learned the next couple episodes, she definitely was not ready to have sex. Yeah. But... But it wasn't Adrian's place. No, and no one would have known if her dad didn't die. She's ready to have sex. Yeah, she would have been fine. She would have been so fine. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Amy's dad tells the boyfriend oh or the God. mom's boyfriend that she's pregnant. Oh my God, George! Why? Would you do that, George? Why? Uh, and then I am so pissed off at George. For what happens later on. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. Um, ben tells Amy he's ready for sex. And he's jealous of Ricky because he's had sex with Amy. And then he doesn't want Ricky, he wants John to move out of Amy's room so Ricky isn't in Amy's room. No. That's not how a baby works. The baby isn't in there so that Amy can be with Ricky. Yeah, no. The baby's in there because the baby needs the mother. I just don't understand. Ugh. Ben is starting to annoy me a little bit with his Same. jealousy issues. But I understand. He's 16. <clears throat> right, and it's a baby. Like, how are you supposed yeah. to deal with that? Um, Grace's dad dies mm-hmm. in a plane crash. Yeah. And Tom screams at her and... Um, the fuck is his name? Jake. Jack. <laughs> I said that so confidently. He he yelled at them that they killed him because they had sex. Mm-hmm. And then my last comment for this episode. Do you have one? Because this is like the very, very end. Yeah. No, I just wanted to know. I have two things. Why did Ben's dad wake up Ben just to be like, hey, I'm in love. This is right before we find out about, right before um, Tom and the mom come home to Grace and Jack. He says, hey, 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 can you wake up? I'm in love with Betty and I need a condom. I would have passed away. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? No. Sir, you you have a driver. Tell your driver to go out and fucking. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No. no. Oh, also, Jack makes a comment about Mary and Grace because she loves having sex. Like, after oh. they have sex. She's like, yeah, we could do it again. I, I thought it was so fun. I was like, good. I mean, great. That's yeah. super great for you. You deserve but that. But now he's like, if I want to be with the woman that fucking loves sex. Ew. Okay, sorry. 
Um, okay. Let's talk about this new outro. Yeah, a new testimonial. Or whatever they're called. It's all six of them. Why are Jack and Ricky standing there like... Yeah. And then it's so weird because you can tell, like, they're out of character. Yeah. And, like, with Gracie, it gives, like, such a different vibe. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Episode two. What's done is done. Grace is plagued with guilt, thinking that she caused her father's untimely death. As her friends visit her, she refuses to change her opinion. Meanwhile, Ben tries to figure out where he fits in Amy's life when she refuses to let him babysit John. Grace's mom finds comfort with George when George visits her and Leo asks Betty to marry him. That's what his name is, Leo. I should remember Ben's dad is Leo. Like, I'm yeah. a Leo. <laughs> For these couple episodes, I didn't write a lot. Um, no, not really. I just wrote that somehow Tom blames Adrian because it's her fault that Right, because Grace he made sex. sex sound so appealing. I don't know. What are you talking about, Tom? I... Um, the whole point of this episode is that Grace thinks her dad died because she had sex. Right. And that's what I meant where I don't think she's emotionally, or like she wasn't ready to have sex emotionally like that. Right. However, it could also be grief. Two yes. things happened at the exact same time. She's been told her whole life, especially by her father, sex is a sin. Yeah. You don't do it before marriage. Yeah. She made a decision that she and Jack felt confident in. She was ready. If her dad didn't die, she wouldn't have not yeah. been, she would have been completely fine. They would have been great. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Like she said, she made a great point in telling us all she enjoyed it. Whatever. However, it's almost like then she... Add just, a fraction of worry about sex or whatever still. Yeah. Because like she does say, she only had sex with Jack because he had sex with others and she wanted to make sure. Yeah, but she but, didn't say that until after. Because I feel like she A while knows, after. I feel like she knew or in her in her head when they did it that that solidified that he would only be with her. Exactly. And That's so she what was, I was about to say. Doing it. So in that fraction of like maybe I wasn't uh -huh. ready, along with this huge amount of grief, mm -hmm. I think twisted it all into yeah. I wasn't ready for sex and you made me. Yeah. But had nothing happened, she would have been completely fine. That yeah. worry would have gone away. All that I think shit. this is why we shouldn't teach kids like abstinence. No. Or like purity, like with a purity ring. No. Or like anything like that. Because this is what can happen. Exactly. They're going to think sex is such a bad thing. And I've read so many stories of like people saying that like whenever they got married and they had sex they still felt bad. Yes. Because their whole life they've and been saying it's a sin, it's a sin, it's a sin. And now they're getting to have sex. And it's great. They're having a great time. Yeah. And it's they still this, feel bad afterwards. Yeah. Because they still think it's a sin. Exactly. My other thing is, like, let's say you and I have a baby at the same time. I don't give my baby sugar for the first year of its life. You do. My baby could wind up with an unhealthy obsession with sugar because I said uh -huh. it is so bad for you you can't put it in its in your body and when you do you can only have 20 calories of sugar at a time whereas you taught your child food is good within moderation yeah chocolate is one of those things let's remember that we can't eat as much chocolate as we can broccoli yeah and now my child has this unhealthy obsession with food and yours doesn't yeah that's no, it's I we see it's that so shit wrong. all the time and it's so visible. But people don't apply that to sex and they're like, no, sex is not like I don't want my kid to have sex. Kid is gonna have sex. I'm fine Your with my kid, kid is gonna have sex. Sex as long as I know they're protected, mm -hmm. they know what the fuck they're like, what can happen. Yep. They, I, they need to be ready for those consequences. Yes. Do you and you need to think as a parent Regardless, do you want it happening behind your back? Or, well, not in front of your face, but... But, yes. You're aware, you're helping protect your child, son yes. or daughter. It doesn't fucking matter. Yes. Ugh. I, I think it's so weird that, like, parents want that. Like, you know how bad abstinence can be for kids. Yep. Like... Yep. It's not gonna work. And nope. if that's... Like, yeah, you can teach your kid abstinence, but also teach them other forms of birth control. Yep. Because... 
that's ultimately what's going to help them. You when can they say get to abstinence the, is the best. Let's not do it. But if you really want to, come to me and let's yeah. get you on the pill. Let's no, buy you condoms. Like for me, when I have kids, I want to encourage them to stay abstinent until they're 18. Yeah. Like that's fine with me. But if they want to start doing it at 16, cool. Because they've go been the with their boyfriend since they were 14. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to the doctor, get you on birth control. Yes. That's fine. Yes. But I... At 18, you can make way bigger decisions. You can get a job yeah. in order to deal with the consequences. You won't be like Amy is right now who can't get a quality job that she's going to mm-hmm. actually not mind going to. Mm-hmm. You're ready. Yes, exactly. Oh. Um, Amy tells Ben, quote, I love you most of the time. <laughs> Ma'am. Also, terrible. Girlfriend. I want to talk about this. Terrible girlfriend. Why is Amy mad that her boyfriend is looking at her boobs? Oh, my God. If anything, that should solidify that he's attracted to you. Yeah, and he not he doesn't want to have sex just because Ricky had sex with you. He's into you. Yeah. Why are your boobs out if you don't want people looking at him, especially your boyfriend? And, like, I understand. Bitch. You can wear whatever you want. Don't get me wrong. Right. But if you know, like, you're... She came out of her room and that's the first thing her dad saw. Yeah. Her dad? Yeah. And he told you, hey, maybe you want to change. Yeah. She's like, no, I can wear whatever I want. Then you can't get mad at people for looking. Yep. Yep. Like, I understand. Yep. It's kind of, it might be frustrating. Don't get me wrong. I have oh. fucking huge tits. <laughs> I know when people look at them. But, like, if I catch somebody staring at them, I will stare them back down. Yeah. Like, why are you looking at me? But I'm going to look at you. Yeah. But it, like that one time that I went on a date, I put them hoes out on purpose, you know, and I caught them looking. But yeah. that's like the whole point. I oh, want to yeah. know if they're attracted to it. Oh, yeah. That's how I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, but I'm not going to get mad at, like, somebody I'm with. No. Looks at them. No. Like a couple months after our first date, Matthew was like, I remember what pants you were wearing because your butt looked really good. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Now she's, like, scared that he's going to go looking for sex somewhere else. Yeah. And, like, I understand it. She just had a baby. But I you got to give him something. You're not even making out with him. God damn. He's been with you for, like, a year or something. Through so much bullshit that no 15-year-old should have then, to put up with his girlfriend. You don't want to have... You didn't want to have sex with him because you were pregnant. And now you don't want to have sex with him because you're not pregnant and you know that and you, you can't get pregnant again. Yeah. But there's so many ways to not get pregnant again, ma'am. <laughs> Honestly. But, like, dude, like, come on. She we just, saw his nightstand. She makes you me get so on the angry. Pill, use them condoms. You'll be good to go. Um, I wrote, you're my baby. That Jennifer says. And I was like, Jennifer, you did it again. <laughs> uh, I have a quote. Well, first I want to say real quick, we don't need to talk about. Why the fuck, though, is... Adrian gatekeeping Grace. She's at school telling everybody not to go see her. She doesn't want to see nobody. Blah, blah, blah. She's my best friend. I know what's best for her. No, the fuck you don't. No, the fuck she isn't. I, okay, I do think they're best friends, but I don't think it's right for her to be like, no, they're not. But I do think I'm okay with it when she's like, when Amy's like, well, I'm going anyways. Like, I get that. I would get mad if, like, I was like, dude, she didn't even want to see me. Like, she doesn't want to see anybody. Yeah. But the way she came about it was so defensive. Yeah. Where she was like, bitch, I feel like you better not go. I'm that's why it's rubbing up. me the wrong way. Yeah. I'm like, you're not taking the right approach as her best friend. Yeah, to me, if, like, that's not You what came I up want. to me and you were like, oh, I wanna, I'm going to go to your house to see your sister's baby now that it's born. I'm like, okay, well, she doesn't want to see people right now. Yeah. If you go, she's not going to talk to you. She's not going to open the door for you. Yeah. So it's going to be pointless that you go. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, I don't care. I'm still going to go. I'm like, okay, waste your gas. Right. Like, it's up to you. Right. You did your due diligence. Yes. Now leave it But if I was alone. like, no, bitch, you can't come over. Yeah. Fuck right off. Yeah. No, you you've been so pissed. No. Um, Adrian's dad is trying to make them a family after 16 years. He's going to buy a fucking house. And then they're finally get Ricky and her are finally going to get the privacy again. Yeah, they're not, not. Apparently, they haven't been sleeping together or something. Whatever. Um, uh, Ricky says, "I never sleep with virgins." Adrian says, "You slept with Amy." 
You don't want it. Oh, I have a Look quote. Look at little brotherly. Oh, my baby. I have a quote from Grace when Jack goes over to talk to her and trying to make her feel better about not killing her dad. Mm-hmm. He had a horrible death because I had incredible sex. <laughs> she says that like three different ways. Yeah. Oh, girl. Dude, and then I feel so bad for Jack at the end of this episode. I do too. Because now he's like putting it all on him. But it's not like he's putting it... Like, the blame of them having sex is he's taking that guilt that yes. she feels, like, it's, she's feeling, and he's putting that on himself. Yes. He's saying, like, it's my yes. fault that she feels this way, and now I feel shit because Yes, because it. this is when it comes, in that argument where she has that whole thing, this is when it comes out that she's like, I wouldn't have sex with you if you wouldn't have gone off and yeah. had sex with the entire school. I felt like this was my only way mm-hmm. to keep you. I wasn't ready which is what I'm saying, like, I think that's more of the grief talking than the yeah. fact that she wasn't ready. Yeah. But so. I just felt so bad. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell how much he cared about her when he kept trying to hug her during that situation. Yes. And then for He's, her to he be like. He wants to take care of her. Mm-hmm. I just felt so bad. And I then did he, too. Went, he went drinking and stuff. And crying. Oh, real quick. First off, episode two, we're proposing to the hooker. Oh, but we don't know if she's a hooker yet. I know. And I shouldn't say hooker. I'm sorry. I don't think that's the right word. To I don't know what is the word. I don't know. And I'm sorry if I offended anybody. But like, already? But it's already? technically it's been a couple months from what they say. Oh, that's true. How many though? Because from, when she wants to go to Italy in episode four, she says, it's okay. John will be 10 weeks when I leave. When I leave. In the summer. So where the fuck are we at in this timeline? Okay, so I thought it had been three months. Me too. From when last season ended to the first season. Me too, which would make him 12 at the beginning. And then the sometime was supposed to pass between episode one and two. This is like the exact opposite of her pregnancy the entire season one. Every yeah. storyline is going like day by day, except for her pregnancy were months away. <laughs> and then, oh, anyway, I don't want to. No, we don't need I to don't. talk about it. Okay, episode okay. three. This is the one I think I wrote the most for, and I still didn't write that much. Part of the course. Jack visits Grace to tell her once again that her father's death is not her fault. However, she refuses to see just and denies that she even loves him. Oh, maybe this is the fight then. No, I don't think it is because he went drinking after what she said. Never mind. Okay. Ricky shows up at Amy's unexpectedly to lend her a hand, but she receives his help unwillingly. Tired from running around, Amy reaches a breaking point. Meanwhile, meanwhile, wanting to have sex with Amy, a frustrated Ben quits his job at the butcher shop. Adrian believes God is telling her to quit having sex, and Ricky, Ricky influences Grace to pay respects at her father's funeral. I started this by saying Grace isn't going to her dad's funeral. That doesn't make any sense to me because she already feels so guilty, but she's not going to go to the funeral because she can't face the church people. This isn't about anybody but you. The way I would be at my dad's grave every fucking day trying to right my wrong if I felt like I owed him something, if I had a part in his death. I would be there every day of the week. Hey, dad, I'm here showing up for you again. Need to make sure the flowers look good. Whatever I want to say, whatever I want to do. Like, I'm just confused. Who told everybody that they had great sex? I don't know why, but I assumed it was Adrian. But I don't even think she ever told Adrian that. But there's no way Jack did. That's what I'm saying. Then how would people fucking know? Unless it was Tom or her mom. Maybe it was Tom. What if Tom told Tammy? Turn up the tea here. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, nobody in the church would know. Unless... Oh! The pastor knows. She does tell the pastor. Because Jack tells the pastor. Right, or, yeah, Jack dad. does yeah. because it's his da- dad. But even then, dad, he's like, whatever. I don't think sex is that big of a deal. Literally. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. They, the episode starts off with Jack talking to Tom, and he's like, is there anything I can do for you? Can you bring my dad back? Tom is a... I love Tom. Tom is a hoot. Um, I was really annoyed with Amy this episode. She's oh. complaining about not having help, but then declines the only help she's offered. Yes. You're nuts. I put, what is Amy's problem? Um, oh, but speaking of Amy, my next note, 
Why is this bitch acting like this funeral is some social event? She literally says, quote, everyone in the school is going. You fucking bitch. You, it's a funeral for your classmate. Someone you're claiming is your best friend's, is your best friend. Her dad is dead. Yeah, no. I was so upset this episode with everybody trying to make it like a social event where they were going to go see. And then the other thing is they were trying to see if Grace was actually going to make it or not. Yes! Bets? No. Someone just lost their father. Someone they deeply care about. And you're telling me you're making this an event about you? To win money? Fuck right off. If my dad died, and I don't know if this is what, not on what, it doesn't fucking happen anytime yeah. soon. If my dad died when I was in high school and people showed up, I would have gotten arrested. If oh, people yeah. from my school that I didn't know closely or remotely, yeah, I'm swinging fucking hands. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. fucking know you. No. You don't need to be here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm, oh, we had a project in sixth grade. Fuck right off, bitch. Yeah. Don't be here. Yeah. This is not this. You don't do this with this type of event. No. At all. No. And it's like these kids in this school, like, they don't understand that. No. Fuck right off. I cannot. It made me so angry. At some point, Ricky says that they're not enough of a couple to go to the funeral together. It's not prom. No. What are you talking about? No. This episode made me so angry. And then Amy keeps whining about it. She's already at the church taking care of the children or whatever. And her mom's like, this is not an event that you need to be there for. No. You're not close to her. Help all of the people in the church who actually knew Mr. Bowman go to that funeral. You don't know Mr. Bowman. No. Fuck. Literally, at the beginning of last season, we had beef with Mr. Bowman because he married our dad's ex-wife. We didn't even like the Bowmans. And then we didn't even like the doctor he was working with because he was she was working with him. Fuck right off. Yeah. No, Amy. She makes me so angry. Um, Ricky gets jealous about the hug. About Adrian and Ben hugging. Ricky. And then she just. I thought you were into Amy. I don't know. Jack has been drinking and a lot. Yes. I wrote that Gracie is making, or either, okay, either Gracie was making this funeral all about herself or her mom was by making them wait for her. I can't tell which one it is. Yeah. Because she's like, no, let's just wait. And then everybody's staring at the car waiting for it. That's what I'm saying. I think the mom, it made it about her, like made it about Gracie. Yeah. But Grace knew. Yeah, Gracie, like, made it, I'm not, don't get me wrong, she also made it about herself by, like, why would you even get in the car Mm -hmm. if you weren't going to get out? Mm -hmm. I understand you're grieving, I understand that. Yeah. But either you show up or you don't, and it's disrespectful Yeah. to not only your father that just passed away, but to the family members there Mm -hmm. that you're making them wait for you. Mm-hmm. This m- moment is not about you. It's celebrating who you've lost. Mm-hmm. So shut the fuck up. No, I Stand agree. up there or stay in bed. Pick one or the other. I agree. Um, let me see. Why does this episode make us so angry? No, because it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It was just so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I did want to know... I want to know why they killed him off. Yeah, it, since it was season two, episode one, I almost wonder if he didn't want to come back to the show. The actor. Let me look it up while you read the synopsis for the... Yeah, I know. I was making sure I got all my notes, but... Yeah, that was my last one, because that shit pissed me off. Oh, except for the fact... This didn't make any fucking sense. Oh! They spread his ashes on the green. Oh! <laughs> I was going to ask you if that's something like people did, because I don't know nothing about golf. As far as I know, No. And my main issue with the fact that it's the green is, like, there are so many rules to the green. It's the most expensive part of a golf course to maintain is the green of every hole. You can't drive on it. You can't drive anywhere close to it, like, with the little golf carts. It, you know, it's the most, like, malleable when you when you chip a ball or whatever and it hits. It's going to be the, the ground that's going to, you know, get fucked up the most. And then you have to have your little, 
your your grass fixer thing. I can't think of the proper name for it right now. Your divot. It's a divot. Your divot fixer to fix the grass and lay it back down. You don't even step in someone's line, their putting line, to the hole. You have to walk around their ball. That's how sensitive the greens are. The fact that they're just pouring a shit ton of not, you know, ash, like a sand-like texture on the green in one random spot. What are you talking about? Oh, it really, it really did bother me. For, I mean, I was going to say for no good reason, but I, I feel like I did just explain it. It's got a pretty good reason. My nose is so stuffy. I'm so sorry, guys. Okay. Four is called Chow. Okay, hold on. During oh. the summer of 2008 and early 2009, uh, he declined to continue through the second season, and his departure was written as a airplane crash. Okay. Good for him. Ashley and George... Oh, four is called Chow. Ashley and George lend a hand to Amy and Anne because of their hectic schedules. Meanwhile, Ben asks Leo for his job at the butcher shop back and plans to go to Italy for the summer. Grace goes back to school, gets back together with Jack, and rekindles her friendship with Adrian. Ricky becomes jealous as he asks Adrian for a commitment and makes her promise to not to have sex with anyone but with him. David proposes to Anne. Oh, this starts with like a fight kind of between Ashley and Amy. The whale was living for him, her to say, when are you going to actually start enjoying your kid? Queen. <laughs> Queen behavior. Round of a fucking applause. She is acting like it's some, like, punishment. Yeah. Which, okay, you sure. You did it to yourself. It is. It's a consequence of having sex. But fuck, man, you did it to yourself. <laughs> Dude, I was cracking up, though. Like, the way she hates this baby. Why did you have it? Why did you keep it? Give it to, yeah. give it to fucking Ricky. This man's gonna have a vasectomy over this. The way she's complaining about this baby and doesn't let anybody else take care of it. Shut the fuck up. She loves attention. You're doing she it wants to, to be negative. She wants to be miserable in life. And therefore, oh, Amy is freaking out because uh, Ben wants to cook a dinner together for a date night. She said, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to work. And then I'm going to come home and cook. How do you think adulthood works? And then she doesn't even want to go out. What do you want? Because then what about John? Oh, my God. What about John? He literally gave you a solution. Yeah. And then money. What do you want him to do? Buy a bunch of fucking takeout? And then you can't be mad at the rules you set for yourself. Exactly. She doesn't want to take him out until he's three months. And then she's mad that she can't go out. Yeah. Bitch, why do you think that is? Uh, Like, don't get me wrong. Protect your kid. Do whatever you need to do. Like, however you want to raise it, you raise it. Absolutely. But shut the fuck up. Don't complain about it if you chose it. Exactly. Um, The way I can't get over Amy's bangs. Ugh. They keep getting worse. Um, it's kind of like when we were talking about Archie's hair for some reason. Was it the dye color? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. Um, <laughs> this was tiny. Like, it was barely, barely mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I picked up on it so fast. Mm-hmm. You're going to crack up when I say what it is. Ashley watched a Twilight <laughs> marathon. Oh, I did not. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's why they were up so late, apparently. Like, that's what the dad had said. <gasps> that's why. Okay, I do remember that. I was like, okay, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, ben gets his job back at the butcher, but then his dad's like, no, I think you need to go to somewhere in Spain to work for your uncle. Right, and make more money. And I don't think he's completely wrong. I think Ben needs to get out of this situation and figure mm-hmm. out if Amy's actually what he wants. Yep. She treats him like shit. And then he calls. I don't understand why he called Adrian to get advice. And then she gets mad at him. And then. Wanting to leave. Adrian was so petty at the end of that. Oh, fuck yeah. We're still obsessed with Ricky because at the end of that, she's petty as fuck because she's like, you're going to leave and you're going to leave Amy here alone with Ricky? No, you're fucking rude or whatever. However. Shut the fuck up. Bitch. Ugh. We're so angry this episode. I apologize. Literally. But there's so much wrong in this episode. Um, Gracie goes back to school and then walks back out. Yeah. Um, and then she has a talk with Mr. Jurgens, and she doesn't know if she still believes in God. Right. And then we get to the end of the episode where Amy wants to leave her baby for a couple 
couple weeks. Just casual couple weeks. Maybe maybe a month. Yeah. Right? Oh, but when George is talking to Grace, he confesses to Grace that he didn't have the vasectomy. So the baby could be his. Why the fuck are you bringing Grace in on this? Are you trying to make her feel better? How? How is that going to help? Her face, though? That's good acting. She was like, ugh. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We find out that Amy's dad was supposed to get a vasectomy after Ashley, but it turns out he never did. So now the baby that Anne thinks she's had with David or Dave. David is going on like this is a fucking medical miracle for him, apparently. He's not supposed to be able to have kids. He's freaking out. And that's why his... That's why he got divorced the first time. And he asks Anne to marry him over this. And it's all a mean trick from George who won't own up because he wants out of this marriage to mm-hmm. Anne so bad. You piece of shit. And then you really Dave, are mad. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. And then, is it Dave or David? David. And then David thinks that she only, like, is in this for the money. Yeah. She didn't even know. She didn't even fucking know. No, that kind of made me mad at David. Everybody in this fucking show is making me angry right now, except for Jack. Yeah. But on your, real quick, she really does ask to go to Italy, like you said. She didn't leave him for a couple weeks. This bitch says, I don't know, we could leave him at the nursery. That's child abandonment, ma'am. And then she's like, well, what, they're like, what about your job? She's like, Ashley can take over it. I don't really like it anyways. It's your child care. It's the whole reason you go to school. <laughs> Oh, I fucking hate her so she much. She made a comment about being too too young to be tied down. Bitch, you chose to have this baby. You chose to keep it. You chose to keep it a secret until some while something could be done about it. <sighs> Please tell us your what the fuck news so we can move on. Okay. I'm over this. I'm done. Over this. I want to go home. You are home. You want me to leave your home. Is that what you're telling me? No. Where is it at? No. Uh, I'm panicking. I'm going to lose my job. Okay. <laughs> my what the fuck news is kind of funny. Leah Michelle addresses a conspiracy theory floating around online that she's illiterate. Oh. <laughs> I went to, this is a, a quote from her. I went to Glee every single day. I knew my lines every single day. She said in an interview to the New York Times. And then there was a rumor online that I couldn't read or write. It's sad. It really is. I often think if I were a man, a lot of this wouldn't be the case. This is what makes it hilarious. If you're illiterate or not, it doesn't matter if you're a female or a male. Literally. Like, what are you trying to say by that? Yeah. No. This has, like, I understand you can be a feminist. But this is but this not is it. when that card is just played in a ridiculous way. The, yeah. If I was a man, people wouldn't say this about me. People wouldn't say what? What are you fucking talking about? Yeah. They wouldn't say you're not illiterate? <sighs> man. They probably would. Not yeah. gonna lie. If the sign To this day, she still hasn't proved it. No. It's just a silly rumor. It's not that serious. Yeah. If there's a million ways you can prove it. And But for you to say that, like, oh, if I was a man, they wouldn't say this about me. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. But that's my what the fuck news, because I thought it was hilarious, because, like, in what world? In what yeah. fucking world? Yeah. Beach. Ugh. The memes are hilarious, though. <laughs> I'm Love here for them. them. Chef's kids. I'm a, we're, we're gleeks at heart, mm-hmm. so it doesn't even matter. Anyways... That is it for this week's episode. We're sorry we got so aggressive and angry. Yeah. But I don't know why. Like, this, these four episodes, garbage. Not like, they were good to watch. Yeah. Like, I was just angry. I'm angry at every single character, and I don't need that. Yeah. Give me, like, a couple. Yeah. And I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. You got this me. good old Jack out here kicking it. Yeah. Um, but that is it for this week's episode. Uh, go ahead and listen in next week when we start talking about the rest of season two. Five through eight. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Five through eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's five through eight. Woo! Um, Wait, isn't it five through nine? No. Five, Five, six, six, seven, eight. Okay. I can't think. Meet me at the golden gate. (laughs)
9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, I gotta go. Got a secret. I can't um, Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and the Facebook. That is it. We love y'all. Let us know what you want to hear from us. If you have any book recommendations that are spice. Oh, we still want to hear your tea, guys. Oh, yeah. Send us in your fucking tea. I'm here for it, okay? If y'all don't start giving me tea, if y'all don't start giving us tea, I'm going to have to start telling my tea, and y'all don't want to hear that. <laughs> it's bad, okay? I make some pretty bad decisions. I have might be college educated, but I make some dumb choices. Not like Amy's, though. No. I stay protected. <laughs> Mine's just military related. <laughs> We don't really have much going on. I feel like I get most of my tea when I go out of town. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. Nothing ever in this town is like no tea. No. No. Oh, I can tell the tea that happened at the tattoo shop. I, was just, I don't know what came over me. Okay, y'all. So we went to the tattoo shop and they had a sheet there for like the Friday the 13th. That we picked from. Yes. And we were worried because we thought they weren't going to look good. Whatever. So we're there looking at them and I couldn't pick between two of them. And then this guy there, little military man. AIT. Yes. Schoolie. Um, he comes, he's like, I don't know, from across the room. He's like, oh, just get both of them. And I don't know what came over me. If it was the nerves, the anxiety, the 260 milligram Panera lemonade I had. That made me tweak. Don't talk about it. I'm going to start. I don't know if it was out. that or what it was. But I should have went, you going to pay for it? And he shut up real quick. But it was fucking hilarious. Y'all, me and Miranda need to tell y'all this story about the Panera fucking charged up lemonade. Do not have it. We will talk more about that next time oh if you remember. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, we can make a TikTok about it. That shit would be fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's getting late. It's past our bedtimes. All the dogs are asleep. Catch us next week, please. Or DM us and we can chat there. Bye, y'all. Bye.